Welcome, friends. You are listening to the Mind Body Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Miramontes. This is where intuition meets education in the realms of spirituality, fitness, mindset, and more, all to create lasting change. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast, and thanks so much for being here today. So I want to talk to you about the weight that you have gained because of emotional eating. And I want to take a little bit of a different angle on it because we tend to villainize emotional eating and we tend to villainize body fat. We often talk about how to stop eating like an asshole because it's funny and because it resonates. And shout out to my colleague and friend, Leslie Hooper, because she's the one who coined that term, at least for me, and it's where I picked it up from. It takes the pressure off of a serious conversation. And it's something we can always joke about and be silly about, which is something that we desperately need sometimes. But the reality is emotional. Eating is a complex topic. The weight you gain from emotional eating or emotionally eating as a habit or as an experience is trying to tell you something. Sometimes we don't realize what we're doing and other times we can pinpoint it directly. A good example of pinpointing it directly might be because of a job change, moving, or a divorce. We know we are stressed out. We know we are stress eating, but other times it kind of sneaks in there. And today, instead of villainizing emotional eating and the body fat that comes along with it, and instead of all the self-loathing, I want you to try gratitude. Now, when I tell my clients to show some gratitude for the body fat they have put on, they look at me like I have lost my mind and for good reason, right? Our society has behaved like having some body fat is the worst possible outcome. It's the worst thing in the world that someone can have. When in reality, it's just adipose tissue. That is it. In isolation, it's not that big of a deal. But it is part of our body's language. It's how our body speaks to us. Emotional eating is something that works really well to make us feel safe. If our bodies are putting on extra weight, it's because we've not had the other tools to get us to that place of safety. We haven't felt safe. The extra weight is just a result of eating in a way that says we don't have enough. We don't have enough joy, comfort, safety, and security in the other areas of our lives. And it's showing up on our bodies. The emotional eating is a sign that it's time for change and something deeper is needing your attention. Maybe it's something that you haven't been willing to look at up to this point. Maybe it's something that's been too painful to look at. So when a client argues with me or someone on the internet argues with me about accepting their body and they just feel this urgency to get the weight off right now, they are really missing this vital step in their transformation process. The step that says you're here for a reason. And I don't mean that in an esoteric kind of way, like you're here for a reason and you have a purpose. I actually believe that, sure, but that's not what we're talking about here. What I'm saying is that you are in this circumstance that you're in right now with extra weight on your body for a reason. And that reason probably still needs to be looked at. 
And if it gets ignored, the weight loss, whatever that looks like for you, won't be sustainable because this thing is still existing under the surface. Whatever it is, whatever it's attached to has not been addressed yet. Now, you may have started emotionally eating periodically to self-soothe and found relief. Probably you found that relief in an unconscious kind of way, and you didn't associate the emotional eating and the newfound feelings of safety and security, but the body has made the connection. So even if your circumstance kind of cleared up already, you have taught the body that The food is what creates the relief for you. Now, when you do this a few times, you reinforce that connection and that has created a habit. You have a cue of some emotional circumstance, stress at home, at work, or in a relationship, and you eat. That's the response. Your brain gets flooded with endorphins. That's the feel-good stuff. And the edge is taken off. You experience less of the pain. It's less sharp, it's less acute, and the stressful or emotional junk becomes tolerable again. And then the next time this happens, you will have already laid out a path for your brain to take, to feel the feeling, stress, sadness, whatever, find the food, pleasure, relief, experience that relief, and on and on it goes. We repeat this pattern. It becomes something reliable to us. It happens again and again without you even realizing that you are responding to emotion rather than hunger. All you feel is an urge to eat. That urge shows up more quickly each time. You haven't taken the time to acknowledge the stress, the dissatisfaction with your circumstance, or the disappointment or whatever. You skip that step and go straight to the food. This creates that automation. And before you know it, it's like driving down a familiar road. You don't have to think about every turn. You don't have to think about what you have to do. It just happens. You just get where you're going. You're doing exactly what you were designed to do. Live on autopilot. Save your brain energy for things that you don't know how to do, things that need more of your focus, and things that take a little bit more of your effort. So if you find yourself stuck in that situation where you have created this habit of eating your feelings away, what can be done about it? Well, that is the sticky part. You have to be willing to feel your feelings. All of them. When you're willing to be uncomfortable, sad, angry, hurt, disappointed, then you'll stop looking for relief from food. The urges will still come for a while, but as you start to work on responding to the emotion with the understanding that that is what you're doing, Then you will start looking for solutions instead of going back down the path of running from your feelings, as tempting as that may be. Now, that doesn't mean you'll never emotionally eat again. It's still a valid tool. It still works really well. And sometimes we just eat for celebration or joy, or sometimes we really need a moment where we just kind of numb out and turn the temperature down on our emotions long enough for us to deal with them. The idea here is to get in a habit of recognizing that there is an emotion underneath all of this, this undercurrent of emotion that needs to be looked at. Whether or not you still go to food is not as relevant once you get into a practice of saying, I have an emotion, something needs to be dealt with. If it keeps coming up over and over again and you keep shoving it down with food and you keep ignoring it, that is where we end up with consequences. Now, 
once in a while, like I said, it's going to happen. You're still going to have access to that tool. And there are times where it feels more appropriate than others. Maybe sharing memories, Christmas cookies, for example, or something like that, where it's like, I'm not eating Christmas cookies for hunger. Let's face it. I'm eating them because it's nostalgic and they smell good and they taste good. And it's an experience. That's an emotion that I'm having and I'm going to satisfy it with the food, but with my eyes wide open. I know exactly what I'm doing and I know why I'm doing it and I'm making a conscious choice. So the weight gain is not your enemy here. That's the language of the body. The weight gain is only a side effect. It's not the problem. The real problem is that we are stuck in a habit of running and we never reach our full potential. We never feel bad enough to want to change. We soften the edges of our misery and therefore we tolerate it. And I don't mean that you don't feel bad enough to change your body. I mean, of course, you're over here torturing yourself about your muffin top and you're tormenting yourself because you have to buy new jeans again. You have this second wardrobe stashed in your closet where you're afraid that these pants are going to fit or you're afraid these pants aren't going to fit and it's sort of this yo-yo back and forth in your brain that is just exhausting. That part you want to change. We've already determined that that's why you're here. That's why you're listening to me, right? But what I'm talking about instead is the change of circumstance that leads you to do the emotional eating. The job, the marriage, the relationship, the friendship, the chores, the housework, the things you don't want to do, the things that you're procrastinating, the things that are emotional for you, the things you keep putting off, the things you keep pushing away. Be willing to feel bad enough about whatever is showing up for you that leads you to the kitchen when you're not hungry to want to change that. We might think we're eating for hunger, It seems logical enough. We've been taught we eat when we're hungry, but we eat based on our habits. There's this delusion that kind of happens because we start to justify. We get tired, sluggish, stressed. And then as we gain weight year after year after year, the issue becomes pretty clear. We're not hungry for more food. This is about hunger for more life, more alignment, more authenticity, more living in your values more joy, more peace, more purpose, more boundaries, just more. And I'm not talking about living a happy life all the time. That's not realistic. That's not how life works. What I'm talking about is acknowledging that life is messy and humans are resilient. You are resilient. You're strong. You're avoiding emotions, but emotions are just that. They're just feelings. They come and they go They're based on your thoughts most of the time, and you've survived every single one of them that you have had so far, so pat yourself on the back for that. Gain some confidence from that place where you can look back and say, I have done this, I have been down this road, and I'm still here. We'll always look for ways to survive when we feel threatened, and it's usually our ego that is actually feeling that threat. There's no harm in having emotions. Your ego will recover. Some circumstances can't be changed right away. Sometimes we're presented with obstacles that feel too big in the moment to do anything about. Sometimes it's a choice between emotional eating in order to just get through another day or upending your entire life, your career, your family. It isn't always as simple as toughen up and just change your life. And I get that. And I appreciate that. Sometimes emotional eating comes to the rescue. And like I said earlier, it's a tool. It works. 
It's something that works really well. And it's served you up to this point. It gives you that extra time to figure it all out. I mean, can we just have some grace right now for being human in the world and just struggling? Having a hard time seems to be the normal anymore. And eating is the easiest tool to help us through tough times. It's the most accessible. So of course, it's what you've used when things felt impossible. Even if you didn't give yourself permission to use it in this way, because it wasn't a conscious choice that you thought about. It's not like you said, I'm going to eat in order to avoid my life. It just happens because it's so easy. All you have to do is open the refrigerator door again. So this is not about blaming yourself. This is not about shaming yourself. Instead, it's about saying thank you to your body and recognizing that my body is protecting me. I have this tool for a reason and I've used it. I've relied on it in a way that has created some uncomfortable consequences for me, but it still has my back. For whatever reason, I found comfort here. We are thanking our bodies. We are saying thank you for the ways that it has protected us from all of our pain. Acknowledging in a way that says, I see that I've got some work to do, and now I'm ready to do that work. It's not going to be perfect but I'm not going to beat myself up anymore for being here. I wasn't ready before. I didn't know what I didn't know. And now I know better. When you can start to see this, that's when change starts to happen. You start to notice quicker. It's not an overnight process, but blaming your body for doing something that it was naturally built to do for having a coping mechanism That's never resulted in a sustainable transformation. It doesn't work that way. We have got to get to a place where we are loving, appreciating, and accepting the bodies that we are walking around in, even if society tells us it's not good enough, even if we look in the mirror and it's hard, even if we turn away from the photographs that we're in, we need to start working on building a relationship and recognizing that we are worthy No matter what, everyone else in the world, we can't control their thoughts. They're allowed to throw as much judgment as they want at us, and there is nothing we can do. But one thing that we are absolutely in control of is the relationship we have with ourselves, with our bodies. And we can say thank you to our bigger booty and our thicker thighs, and the softness of our belly rolls, and wherever else that we poke and prod and look at in disgust, we can change that. We can say thank you for the evidence that something in my life needs to change. Thank you for showing me. I appreciate it. Now I can do different. Now I can do better. Now I'm going to have my back in a different way. I'm going to work on these skills. I'm going to develop some new ones, and I'm going to give you a break. Y'all, I hope that you were able to do something with this information. That's all I have for you today. Thanks so much for listening. It would be so cool if you could just take a moment to review the podcast. It just takes a minute of your time, but it helps me tremendously. If you got something out of this, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, screenshot the episode, share it on social media. Of course, tag me. I would love to come and say, hey, all that information is going to be in the show notes. And I just really appreciate your support. Have a great weekend and I will see you next week. Bye. 